What is up, West Middle School? Mr. Garblink here today, talk, ready to talk to you about the end of the Civil War. And Chapter 22, Section 7 has a lot. So we're going to spend most of the time in class talking about how Ulysses S. Grant invaded uh, Virginia and the idea of Sherman's march through Georgia and how the reelection of Abraham Lincoln really contributed uh, to the end of the Civil War. So we'll spend some time in class talking about that. But today, really, I want to talk about the agreement that was made between uh, Ulysses S. Grant and Robert E. Lee at uh, Appomattox Courthouse um, in 1865. And when the Civil War ends, you have to realize that there's really no winners here. The United States, in terms of infrastructure, especially in the South, has been destroyed. Railroads are torn apart. The South has lots of missing farmland. Livestock is dead. I mean, it's just a mess. But let's go over real quick about the agreement that was made at the end of the Civil War. First off, the Union agreed to let Confederate troops return home as long as they quit fighting. Okay, So they took the, the prisoners of war and they let them go home. Okay, and this was a gentleman's agreement because they realized that, listen, the war is over. Now it's time to rebuild our nation. They also allowed Confederates to bring their horses with them because they're going to need those horses for spring plowing. Before you plant a crop, you need to plow. And so to give these southern farmers a chance, in good faith, they allowed them to bring their horses and in some cases their mules home with them for spring plowing. Confederate officers were also allowed to bring their weapons with them, okay, as long as they agreed to end the fighting. And then in many cases, as we know, the South was really struggling for food and struggling for supplies. So in many cases, the Union Army provided food to many of the Confederate troops and prisoners of war and people who were struggling towards the end of the war. Now, the cost and the impact of the Civil War is just unbelievable because billions of dollars were spent on the conflict. Okay, The amount of deaths and destruction, guys, over 620,000 Union and Confederate soldiers were dead. The last census destroyed population was right around 600,000, maybe 630, 640. That's like every single person in Detroit being dead one of the largest cities in the United States, okay? To put it into perspective, there's 40,000 people living in Portage, okay? So, you know, multiply that, all right, by about, you know, 14, and you're close. You're in the ballpark there. So that's unbelievable. Um, not only were 620,000 people dead, but thousands of people came home, you know, injured, maybe missing an arm, missing a leg, okay? 40% of the livestock in farmland had been destroyed in the South. So many of the Southerners who were able to return home were returning home to nothing. Um, it, it would take the South decades to recover from the environmental destruction. And much of the railroads in the South were destroyed. Um, we know the South didn't have nearly as many railroads as the North did. But now shipping goods and moving supplies was not going to be easy. And the sad thing is, really, after all that death and all that destruction, not a whole lot was accomplished. And that's why civil wars are so devastating. When you hear about civil wars happening in the world, uh, it's just really, really sad. So I hope, I hope that you take some time to just think about what people uh, must have been thinking 
as this nation was going through a civil war. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. We'll see you later.